Hello and happy Sunday to you. It is Saturday for me, but by the time you guys are listening to this, it is officially Sunday and the beginning of the start of the week. I hope these days when you hear the podcast, this is exciting of a day for you as it is for me to record them. So today I would like to talk about our choices in love and how we can change the thought process that we have when it comes to relationships that you find yourself in that you don't feel are working. So I'm still in a process where I'm trying to understand this about others because sometimes I slip up. And I've never been perfect in this category ever when it comes to accepting that it's not about me. And because our worlds are so centered around us, right? Like I mentioned before, we are all the center of our own universe. It's sometimes really difficult to be able to naturally switch over to the thought process of this isn't about me. Maybe it never was. Maybe it, you know, never will be when it comes to another person and how they may treat you. So now that we've officially entered Mercury retrograde and some of you don't know what that means, It means something to some people and to others, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. If you believe in it, it's cool. If you don't believe in it, that's also cool. But for those of you that do believe in it, retrograde, usually during retrograde, you see a lot of people stumbling back into your life. People from your past that you didn't expect would resurface or, you know, relationships kind of like people feeling extra lonely during retrograde a lot of the times people feel like this sense of loneliness you want to text people in your past you want to rekindle relationships that didn't work out or you know you're just feeling extra fucked up and it's okay to feel like that like I said we're all human And sometimes you do send out that text, right? Or you do try to make that call to reconnect to somebody. And sometimes it goes good. Sometimes it goes bad. Uh, Everything happens for a fucking reason. We all make decisions based on how we feel in the moment. And if it feels right and it feels good to you, fuck it. Do it. Right? But coming back on a topic, when it comes to being able to step out and realize it's not about you. And I've talked about this before. I've kind of like lightly touched on it. When people make decisions in relationships, like if you're in a relationship and somebody in the relationship does something to hurt you, or maybe you're in a situationship and the person does something to hurt you or your feelings, right? Um, Maybe they're being extra cold with you or they're not giving you attention or maybe they are not giving you the traditional relationship that you want. 
right? For some people, traditional relationships are taking cute pictures, going out all the time, being super PDA, and other people like to keep their relationships very private and don't like to do any of that. No, nothing is wrong, but you know, you need to find that balance and you need to come to an agreement with a partner because some people don't want to do that and they're with people that do want to do that, right? That's something that you have to discuss with your partner and kind of decide if this would work, if that's deal breaker for you, right? But if somebody has done something to hurt you, for example, um, I was in, I kind of got into a fight with my significant other and, you know, it was a disagreement, a normal disagreement. And I was like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to act like this, then I'm going to roll out. It's fine, you know. And we ended up working it out. Everything was groovy. But, um, you know, I found myself thinking, like, if this person cared about me, they wouldn't be treating me this way. And that's a, that is, so, that's so wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong, and I'll tell you why. Um, it's the way people act is never centered around you. People are not going to act a specific way because they specifically would like to treat you like garbage. It's very rare. I mean, I can ne- I cannot think of a time in my life where I did something, you know, subconsciously that hurt some somebody's feelings, and. I had the thought process of I have been waiting my whole fucking life to do this to that person because fuck that person, right? And a lot of the times we do this shit subconsciously, like we don't even realize we're fucking doing it. You know, like when we um, ignore somebody because they're not talking to us first, right? Even though you want to talk to them, you're... Ignoring them on purpose because you want to elicit a negative reaction. Now, that would be doing something on purpose to try to hurt somebody's feelings, right? Um, but when you're doing something that's seemingly subconscious or normal to your being, it's kind of like a, like a knee-jerk reaction. Like if somebody says, oh, let's go do something, but you have anxiety, right? Maybe you haven't discussed it with that person or they don't know. And that's out of your comfort zone. Automatically, it's like, nope, can't go. I'm sick. I don't feel good. Um, I have to go to a funeral tomorrow. Uh, My dog's sick. I can't go. The world is exploding. I have to change my socks. And they're just like, oh, uh, okay, that's good, right? It's an automatic reaction. And then after you've calmed down, you realize like, oh, I could have probably explained it to that person or maybe done things differently or, you know changed the outcome by not knee-jerk reacting and again that's that person's journey so you can't expect somebody you can't sit there and talk at somebody be like this is how you're supposed to handle it if you're going through something you're supposed to tell me how you feel so that I know how to react right you can't do that you can't force somebody to hurry up and heal their traumas. And I've noticed that when we have that thought process of, if this person really cared about me, 
they wouldn't have done X, Y, Z to me. And it's just like, no, that's their journey. If they're treating you in a way that's, you know, mean, right? For women, I can't speak from a male perspective when it comes to what they would determine as mean in a relationship with a woman. But from a woman's perspective, when a guy's leaving me on red, right? Or he doesn't give a shit if I'm sick, so he doesn't check in. Or, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some other cliche shit. Not wanting to do lovey-dovey couple things or PDA things, right? Automatically just shuddering at the idea. It could be a number of reasons, right? Some of you would be like, well, if he's doing all those things, he's probably not into you. True. That's true. It could just be he's not into you, right? If he's leaving you on red, if he's doing this, if he's doing that. But in my experience, when I've had situations like that with a partner and I made it about me, right? And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. It's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bow out, right? And then they accept that I leave because they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with. And then they come back and they're just like, yo. So listen, I was going through something really intense and I didn't really want to talk about it, but I'm ready to talk about it now. And you're just like, oh, I kind of feel a certain type of way now. I kind of feel like a dick. But you can't beat yourself up about it, right? What I'm trying to say is that practicing not making it about yourself when it comes to other people's traumas. You don't have to embody another person's trauma. You don't have to fix other people. You don't have to help them figure it out, especially if they don't want the help, right? If somebody's just like, can you help me figure out what the fuck my problem is? Sure, if you want to go on that journey with them, that's cool. But if they're not asking, it's not your job to fucking play clue with them. And that's really important. That goes out to a lot of ladies that try to embark on these relationships to fix people. Because I feel like that's mainly a woman trait. I mean, some men try to do it. I know some, but they do it in a different way. Men do it in a different way than women do. Women try to actively repair the man in a sometimes aggressive way. Not all the time, but they'll be like, oh, I'm going to fix this motherfucker. I'm going to make sure that this guy changes because I know what's best for him, right? And you can't do that. That's not your job. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to make it your job. Um, because like I, I mentioned in a podcast, I think this is like when I was, when I was sicky sick. Um, if you're feeling like shit, if you're depressed, right, you're feeling like shit, you're laying up in bed and you're trying to, you're all up in your feelings and you don't want to talk to anybody. And somebody comes barging in your room, opening the shade saying like, you need to get up and you need to get out of this. It's just like, Hey, yo, no. Can you get out? I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure this out myself. It's like somebody trying to force you out of a period of feelings that you need to face. And I was talking to my friend last night about this too. You know, she, she was telling me that she just feels really sad and very alone. And, you know, I felt for her because I've been there. You know, she's like, I feel like I need to fucking cry and I fucking can't. I can't cry and I know I need to. 
And she said, when I feel sad or when I feel alone, I go out and I drink and I do anything that I can to help me not worry about this problem. And when she told me that, I was like, well, there's your problem. You have to face what you're going through. Otherwise, you're not going to get past this hurdle. It's like a, it's like a video game, right? Just because a level's hard doesn't mean that you can skip it and go to the next level because then you're not going to be prepared for the next level because the next level is going to be even harder. You have to face what's in front of you at the time that it's in front of you, especially if it keeps resurfacing in your life. And this is in the way of relationships, men and women, right? Being with men and women and trying to, running into the same problems over and over again. You're mirroring your problems onto them, right? And they have their own issues that they be mirroring onto you. Each person that you interact with, you know, romantically or in relationships in general, is almost a mirror of yourself, especially if it's a, an, a relationship with a lot of emotions. We tend to put what we feel onto the person and make it who they are. So, oh, I feel this way and that's because they're making me feel this way because they're, you know, they don't care about me. They blah, 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 blah. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But it's not your job to try to make them understand any of that. I can't express this enough. If you're in a relationship with somebody or you're trying to get into a relationship with somebody, maybe you're dating somebody. If you're trying to date somebody and they're doing things that you don't like, right? And you don't like it. You don't see a future with them. You don't like them. You don't like the way they treat you. Um, It's up to you if you want to stick with them. Now, you can remain in your sovereignty and stick with somebody by not allowing their projections and their traumas to reflect onto you, right? If somebody doesn't want to talk to you, if you're dating somebody and they're leaving you on red all the time, okay, well then eventually I'm going to stop reaching out. Eventually I'm going to stop being available for you. Eventually, you know, things aren't going to work out. And with little to no effort from you, it's going to sort itself out. And I feel like... With the, with the thought of, I need to fucking control this shit. I need to control this outcome, right? People don't want to accept that no matter what, it's going to be okay. If you think back to a situation where you're in absolute panic mode, where you're just like, fuck, 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 shit, fuck, shit, right? You're freaking out. You, you, have, you can't sleep. You feel uh, anxious. You feel like your whole world is falling apart. And we all have that exact moment that we can remember in the not-so-distant past of ours um, where I was like, shit, 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 shit. I mean, oh, fuck. Oh, God. I am, my whole life is over. I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this. I can't. Oh, my God. Right? I think back to my specific moment, and I urge you to do the same, where you were freaking out, and then compare that moment where you firmly believed that nothing was going to fucking work out, right? And compare it to how you feel now. 
now that that moment is past. It has to be a moment that you're no longer worrying about, by the way. This is not going to work for a moment that you're still trying to get through. Uh, a moment of panic in your past that you, that you specifically overcame and you are now in your present moment have overcome it. That, that past portion that you didn't believe you were going to overcome, you somehow overcame, right? And you're here. It's fine, right? You're alive. You're breathing. You feel pretty okay. Um, or maybe, you know, you just have come to terms with something with yourself. You know, you had an epiphany. But you have reached this moment in your life where currently, compared to that situation, that specific situation, it turned out okay. And the second that you realize that no matter what, it's going to be okay, a lot of shit starts to work out. And I mean in really, really fucking weird ways. Really, really weird ways things start to work out for you. And we have to realize that our words are manifestations for our future. Things that we say, and this is why I always say, you can't, when you speak and you say things, think about, think, think of it as shooting a gun, right? The bullets that come out of a gun, right? When you shoot them, you can't unshoot a gun. You can't unbreak a glass. You can't unring a bell. Take a lot of caution with the words that come out of your mouth, especially when you're interacting with people. To realize that the words that may come out of your mouth might have a long-lasting impact on those around you. The things that, that you say have, even if you may not think of it, right? Even if you may not feel like it does, treat it as though it does. Always, with every situation, everything that comes out of your mouth. Before you're, I mean, you can say some shit on, like in your head, right? Or you can say it where nobody else can hear it. Um, but realize that when you're talking and you're interacting with another person, and you're thinking of some mean shit because those mean words still be floating around in my head. I'm not going to lie. You're thinking of some mean shit to say to somebody because they struck a chord with you, negative chord. They hit your funny bone and you are not having a good time. And you are thinking of all the things you want to say to pick apart their character. All the things that you feel based on the things that they've shown you. Because you may not realize it, but you're subconsciously taking notes on things that you know will trigger that person. Right? Like if they have intimacy issues. Pointing out that somebody has intimacy issues in a negative way to make them feel terrible about themselves. Right? Because I've done that before. And I even, you know, I try not to beat myself up about it, but every now and then I feel super bad. But if somebody has, for example, intimacy issues and you're just like, you know what, you're really fucked up and you just have some motherfucking intimacy issues that you need to sort out, right? And you're pointing out, you're putting the spotlight on that person, right? And you're making them feel even worse about something that they probably feel they're hiding very well. And I've had people call me out on my shit too, where they call me out on my insecurities that I thought I was hiding very well. And of course I would, I went into ultimate defense mode, 
And, you know, it sucks when people put you on blast like that. It hurts. It doesn't matter who it's coming from. It could be a total stranger. All right? Um, I still remember when it used to hurt my feelings and somebody would say, oh, at least I don't have a mustache. And I don't have a mustache, but most people, most women have like hair on their upper lip, like peach fuzz. But that would like hurt my feelings. I was like, oh shit, I thought I was hiding that really well. Shit, everyone could see it. Right? But it's like that. It's like pointing out a physical insecurity, but emotional insecurities, when you're pointing out an emotional insecurity, because physical insecurities, nine times out of ten, you know, you can change your appearance, you know, if you want, right? If you're overweight and you, you can lose weight. If you don't like your nose, I guess you could get a nose drop. Or if you want bigger boobs, you could get bigger boobs, right? If you have the funds available, figure out how to get the funds. But emotional work takes a lot of time for a lot of people. Sometimes it spans over their entire lifespan to try to repair emotional damage and emotional trauma because they spend most of their younger years believing they don't have anything to repair it's everybody else and sometimes people don't but if you're having certain issues with yourself and this is only something that you can point out you know I realize my flaws and I realize where I can change and where I can grow and where I can become the best version of myself but I can't, ha- I can't expect anybody else to validate that for me. And neither can you. You have to validate yourself. If you spend your life, the best years of your life, which is now. The best years of your life are now. Wherever you are in life, that's the best years of your life. You're spending the best years of your life realizing that you are not in the best place you know you can be then you know what are you doing start working on it start doing that inner work within yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself it's not about it's never been about fixing yourself for other people you shouldn't be fixing yourself for other people or to keep other people you should be fixing yourself for you If you have things that you would like to change or fix or better or improve or grow, right? Do that for yourself. You can't expect you. The growth that you have, if you place that motivation on somebody else, is more difficult. Because what if that inspiration leaves, right? You can't leave yourself. (laughs) I mean, I guess you could, but we're not going to talk about that. But, you know... You, you will always have yourself. You have to choose yourself as the inspiration. You have to look within yourself and realize, A, it's going to be okay. B, if somebody is not meshing well with me for whatever reason or they're hurting me, whatever, not physically, but even physically, there's some emotional damage that they need to, they need to figure out. And you need to get yourself out of that situation. You don't ever want anybody to put their hands on you. Um... And see, you know, realize that the work that you do within yourself will always be worth it and valuable, okay? You can't project 
what somebody is going through themselves and say, you know what, this person is like this because of me. They personally don't like me. They personally would like to hurt me, right? I would hope not. It's usually not the case based on the number of people that I've had interactions with. You just happen to be, again, in the crossfire. The crossfire. <laughs> had to redo that one. The first one was garbage. But realize that if you're in that situation and you want to, your ego wants to step in and say, hey, yo, this person doesn't care about you based on how they're treating you. That could be true, right? But get out of that programming of that. If you don't like the way somebody's treating you, then let it solve itself because it will. Because if somebody doesn't want you, then they're not going to be with you, period. If somebody doesn't want you, they're not going to be with you. That will solve itself without the drama, without the antics, without the yelling, without the screaming, without the fighting, without the arguing. It will solve itself. It usually does, always does. If you don't like the way somebody's treating you and you want to make it work out, start focusing on yourself. They're leaving you on red all the time. Okay. Eventually you're going to stop hearing from me because, you know, I could have a more stimulating conversation with a wall, right? If they never want to hang out with you and they're dodging you all the time, okay, well, I'm going to go hang out with somebody else. Make connections with new people. This could be a guy or a girl, right? It could be the same sex or the opposite sex. Um, based on what you're looking for and what how you how you interact in a relationship or whatever kind of relationship you have. But eventually that will solve itself. Either the person will come to you and be like, hey, I haven't heard from you. You know, how are we supposed to have a relationship if you never reach out to me? She's like, well, the phone works both ways, buddy. You know, I've been busy and, you know, I was reaching out, but you weren't responding. I figured you were, you know, doing your own thing. Or... You know, you don't talk to this person and maybe, maybe they post um, the, an opposite, the opposite sex on their social media and it looks like it's a romantic thing and you're just like, oh, okay, well, best of luck to you, you know, but you don't need to react and try to control the fallout. Just let it fall. Let it fall where it's supposed to fall. And if that person is meant to be in your life or wants to be in your life, they will be in your life. If they don't want to be in your life, guess what? They're not going to be in your life. They will exit themselves. They will show themselves out. They always do. And that's okay. Accepting, accepting the fact that it's going to be okay is one of the easiest and most difficult things that we can learn how to do especially when it comes to relationships yeah you can feel pain yeah you can scream and yell and cry and it feels better sometimes when you let it out like that you know but realizing that we don't need to control the fallout of a relationship we don't need to control the trajectory in which this is going to land Take care of yourself. Make sure you're keeping yourself safe, right? But realizing that sometimes no reaction is the best reaction. 
because things will always sort themselves out. Always. So with that, I hope everybody has an amazing Sunday and an amazing week. I have officially switched over to my part-time schedule, so I am no longer working on Mondays. So I'm happy because that gives me the chance to create more art, which is super duper exciting. So be kind to yourself. Give yourself a big hug and get a hug from somebody else. We need about 12 hugs a day. So uh, try to get those 12 hugs. And just know that I'm consistently sending out a little wave, a little rainbow of little potato love out to everybody in my life. I hope everybody is happy, healthy, and continues to be. And share my podcast if you like it. Again, I upload every Sunday. And let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what you'd like to talk about. I love getting feedback. And I love getting questions. Questions, I... Fuck. Give me all of the questions. Alright. Love you guys. Bye-bye.